Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast, a show created for women who want to elevate their health, mindset, and spirituality. I'm your host, Tori Nishino, corporate girl turned full-time online health and lifestyle entrepreneur. Join me every week for a high vibe conversation that will inspire you to live your best, healthiest, and most high vibe life. Are you ready? Let's go. What is up, my beautiful people? Happy Friday. I am really, really excited to bring this little podcast episode to you, and I'm talking about all about the dopamine detox that I did. And I actually got to interview Nathaniel Solis, who is the creator of the dopamine detox. He has this whole program. It's called the ritual reboot. And the dopamine detox is a program inside of his whole course. And I can't recommend this program enough, you guys. It is literally a life transforming program. And I really don't say that about many things. Like this is the program where if you feel like you can't get things done. You can't follow through simple ta- tasks that you're procrastinating, that you're always just like reaching for your phone mindlessly and opening it up without any intent. You're waking up in the morning, you're checking your social media, your emails, your texts, you're, before you go to bed at night, you're checking your phone. Like if you feel like you have that type of addiction, you can't live without caffeine or your morning coffee, like you can't function without that, give this a listen. I It really is like, this is your red light is that the word? Like your red light, your calling, like your warning sign that something needs to change. And Nathaniel literally just created this program and it honestly is transformational. So I actually did a IG live where I interviewed him. So please bear with me on the audio of this podcast of the recording. It might sound a little bit different because it was recorded on my phone and I did an IG live and people are asking questions in real time. There was some glitches on his part. So please, please just be patient. If you want to watch the audio, if you don't want to watch or listen to this audio, wow, words are hard. If you don't want to listen to this audio, you can go watch the IGTV on my page. But if you're like in the car and you're like, let's just listen to it, the audio is not too bad, honestly. So I just wanted to mention that if it sounds a little bit different, it's because it was recorded on my phone. But you guys, this is going to be an amazing, amazing podcast. I hope that you get this program, honestly, because this program is transformational. It really is. So without further ado, Nathaniel Solis. What is up, everyone? I'm going to wait for some people to hop on live and then Nathaniel to tune in. Let's see how. Let me know. I think I'm live. Let me know where everyone's tuning in from. Hi, Jenna. Let me know where everyone's tuning in from in the comments below. But you guys, I am super excited today. I'm going to bring on Nathaniel Solis. So a lot of you know that I did this dopamine detox and it was amazing. It was life-changing. It honestly, I, it's the best program I've, I've ever invested in because I've done so many other programs and I never followed through with them. And this was the program that I took really seriously. And like, if you find yourself not following through on things, I really, really recommend you look into his program. So I'm going to bring him on and he's going to explain all about what the heck this dopamine detox is, how you guys can get your hands on it too. I literally cannot recommend it enough. So let's bring him on and let me know where everyone's tuning in from. We just from Scotland. Hi, Nathaniel. Hello, hello. Oh, gosh, it's so crazy having you on because... Been my mentor 
in my in my ear throughout the last week when I wasn't on social media like at all. So it's really awesome to have you on here and that we are able to connect. Of via. course, yeah. So, I'm glad that it was such a um, great experience for you. Uh, it, it makes me super happy. It really was. I think a lot of the thing that happened was I actually bought your program. I was I want to say like beginning of January, and I just kept on like putting it off and being like, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, or I can't take mm -hmm. a break from social media. And I kept on putting it off. And I remember, um, like, there was, there was a lot in the program that you wanted, that you had us do to, like, have us in a good place. Like, yeah. clear on our desktop, tidy up our room, like, all mm -hmm. of things. And I didn't want to, like, half-ass that. I was yeah. like, I'm going to go and I'm going to do this. So it took me a little bit to like set the stages to like clean up my desktop, clean up my Google drives, like mm -hmm. emails, all that. It literally put me in a much better place. So if, if you guys are on here listening on live and you're like, I don't think I can take a break from social media or my business runs on social media. I want you to know I'm coming back like with so much more clarity and inspiration on here. And I think mm -hmm. it's something that's so necessary and so needed. So Nathaniel, can you, do me a huge favor and just really explain, you know, where, where did this program start? Like, why did you start this program? Where was the need for it? Yeah. So, well, it, it started with the need for it for myself, right? Finding myself trying to be an online entrepreneur. I've been, I've been running business online for almost 11 years and that's taken a lot of different shapes and looked in a lot of different ways, but the whole time there's been a lot of things that I've you know, there's foundational stuff that stays the same no matter what your business is. You have to be consistent. You have to be checking emails and communications and doing all these things. And if you're marketing through social media, you have to kind of play that game, right? And something I think a lot of people don't realize is we've been playing that game for like 10 years. You know, this this whole thing, like that's only existed yeah. for just a, you know, a, just a tiny amount of time. And I consider it like an experiment on humanity to see how well we can handle it. And I think the uh, results are in and it's not going too well. Mm -hmm. People have, you know, when you look at mental health statistics, when you just look at when I pull people around, like how much time they feel like they're wasting and being distracted and being disempowered, you know, um, it's, it's pretty significant. Uh, I've been coaching and working with other entrepreneurs and business owners over these last 10 years. And then I, and I started to realize they had, were having the same issues I was. And it's almost the sense of like, wow, there's like this abnormal uh, uh, threat that happens when we're using our technology and our media and you come on Instagram and it's just all this beautiful, fun, awesome stuff. And we don't realize the effect that that has on our brain. So when I started to get into that and really study that, um, I made some huge breakthroughs because I was really just kind of noticing in the background that I'm just on my phone all day and nothing in my life is actually moving forward, but it didn't really click. And I didn't understand how to get control of that until I started really understanding more of the science. So I can break down really quick, like how the dopamine system yeah. works in relation to this. So dopamine is a good thing, by the way. So some people get like, Oh, we're not supposed to have dopamine. It's like, no, no, no. Dopamine's involved in every moment. Really. You have some level of that fluctuating in your system. But once you start to introduce um, these sort of more modern and newer sources of dopamine, they're actually really um, alien to the body. So something like stimulation on your phone or eating all this food that's just packed with sugar that you'd never find in nature, right? Um, our bodies are built for this natural relationship to dopamine that we've had for you know millions of years. If you kind of go all the way back evolutionarily, 
And way back in the day, a huge source of dopamine would be like finding some berry bush that isn't poisonous. And you get to eat some berries and share it with your tribe. And like, that's amazing. And you're pumped. You're like stoked. And you get dopamine from that. That's a good thing. The reason we have that built in is so that your body remembers where you got that experience from, right? So these, this idea that life-affirming, good-feeling experiences like good food or finding shelter or safety, right, or creating connection or relationship, we needed that for millions of years so that our, our biology would know how to navigate. But here we are built out of the same biology, right? We're still really animals at the end of the day, just starting to learn how to use these kind of higher faculties of consciousness, but we're being introduced to all these really unnatural sources of dopamine. So the problem that happens is our brain has these, and our nervous system has these dopamine receptor sites, and then think of it like a little piece, and then the dopamine chemical comes in and it fits into that piece, right? And then you have that energy and that surge of inspiration or that good feeling. When you get these huge high spikes of dopamine, that are unnatural, your body goes, oh my gosh, we don't have enough receptor sites. There's so much dopamine. We have to make more receptor sites to be able to meet the demand. But then the issue with that is when you go to do something kind of more boring, like working on your business plan, right? Or it's one thing to put a post online and get a bunch of comments and get dopamine from that. It's another thing to sit there in the silence and write that post. You're not getting the reward as you're writing it. But the problem, so the problem is when you have all these extra receptor sites and you go to do something normal, you're not getting the natural hit you're supposed to get from it. And then we think we're bored. We think we're, we feel disempowered. That leads a lot of people to like thinking something's wrong, even like, wow, I'm not excited just living my normal day to day life. When in reality, our natural state, you feel good on a, on kind of an average basis. You look outside and it's like, wow, there's trees and the sun and you know, and weather and whatever it is, and you can really enjoy that. But because we have all these extra receptor sites, it's like we need that extra hit. It actually works the exact same way with anyone going through a drug addiction. You know, if you're, you know, smoking too much weed or whatever drug of choice, it's like, it's pretty easy to tell when you need to do more of the drug to get back to the normal place. And so our phone, the technology from our phone, but other sources of uh, dopamine too, for some people can come from food or even drama in their life, relational things, and having these different forms of stimulation. And the thing that we all start to avoid is like how crappy it feels to just kind of come back to something normal and like, oh, I'm not going to get on my phone today. I'm going to get stuff done. I'm going to be productive. And then we go to do that and we're completely handicapped. So to kind of put it in a nutshell, you know, my life purpose is really to catalyze people who are up to things in the world because we need more and more people who feel like their life is purposeful. They want to do great things in the world. They want to help people. They want to uh, make beauty in the world. They're artists, they're creators, they're entrepreneurs, whatever they are. But the fact that we're so handicapped just trying to do something as simple as communicate with people on the internet or shoot a video or clean up our house, you know, um, Mm -hmm. it's kind of a big deal. So the program was really, designed from the fact that one, every client I've ever worked with, we have to move through this stuff. So just kind of turning it into a course is helpful. So I don't have to keep repeating the same things over and over again. Right. Uh, But then ultimately, so we can spread it to as many people as possible. You know, um, one of the statistics I share in the program that I'm curious if that was, if that was an eye opener for you as well, is this idea of what happens when we 
on average, let's say, lose an hour a day to distraction on our phone. When the mm -hmm. first time I did this math blew my mind. So anyone who's watching right now or you're watching the replay later, like to just consider for a moment on average, how much on an average day, how much time is lost to you just kind of scrolling, doing nothing? Or how much time is lost to you? Maybe just kind of, I just don't really feel good, right? I, my energy shot. I just feel kind of crappy. So that usually leads to me just being on my phone or watching TV or watching a movie or whatever it might be. I'd say most people, if you're honest, could accept that at least an hour a day is lost. And maybe it's in a, a handful of 20 minute chunks, right? I've at pulled, least. yeah, I've pulled hundreds of entrepreneurs at this point, And it's more like three, four, five hours on average, um, with a lot of people in that four or five and even higher range. Mm -hmm. But just one hour a day, when you add that up over an entire year, so let's say on average for all of 2020, you had an hour totally distracted or totally disempowered or totally just in the wrong headspace. When you add that up over the whole year, it's an entire month lost of a 12 hour workday. So, right. So for being awake 8 AM to 8 PM, which is the only time you can really get stuff done in your life. Anyways, you lost an entire month of that by losing an hour a day. And that, when I, that hit me, I, I realized just how, seriously i had to take that because if i had an extra month at the end of the year you bet your ass i'd pay a lot of money to have that right mm -hmm. um but the truth is we do have that time and if it's three four five hours a day you're losing three four five months a year and that's just mind-blowing it's like your life just going down the drain so i want to help people <laughs> solve that it's a big deal it, it really is and one of the things that you mentioned in your program as well i think it was like in the introduction videos um was you were talking about like how many times you just open up your phone for like a quick dopamine hit. Like you sit down at your computer with an intention to get work done. You're like, I want to get this done. And then you're not getting excited. You're not yep. getting that dopamine hit. Open yep. up your phone, scroll through Instagram to get distracted. And one of the things that you mentioned on the program was like, how many things have you simple intentions that you wanted to do? Like maybe a little mm -hmm. project, maybe getting a website up, maybe shooting a video that you never follow through with. Yeah. or that you keep on putting not following through with and i was like me like i've had like a million things mm -hmm. that i wanted yeah. with intention and i wasn't able to follow through on it and yeah. that always a problem for me and that's when i was like i really need this yeah. reset i really need this detox to to get a grip on like so for me it was social media for sure mainly mm -hmm. instagram caffeine and sugar those yeah. were my, I was like, yes, I have an unhealthy dopamine relationship with mm -hmm. these three areas. And I know yeah. that you, there's tons of other things, drugs, alcohol, yeah. like, even some people have unhealthy relationships with, with sex. So mm -hmm. it's for every single type of person where they get that unhealthy dopamine source from. Yeah. But I wanted to, a question for people that might be watching live or watching the recording, what is a good indication that they might need a reset? or a dopamine yeah. detox. So there, there's a few of these. Um, I think the one most people are familiar with is you're just that person who kind of is on their phone all day. And maybe some stuff in your life is moving forward, but if you kind of stop for a moment and really consider it, do you actually feel good being that person, right? Like I think a lot of people who I talk to, it's almost, it's this kind of yucky feeling where you're like, yeah, I don't like the fact that I'm like having dinner and I kind of like feel like I have to look at my phone. Like that's just what I, that's just what you do. Right. 
-hmm. Now, I don't want to make this like a shame thing, like something's wrong with if people do that, but it's more that I want to invite the question of like, how do you actually feel about that? Right. I'd say most people, um, and I've seen a lot of stuff online about this, like they say, one of the things they hate the most about like going on a first date with someone is if that person's on their phone the whole time while they're eating dinner. And for a lot of the time, it's simply because that person is so can't handle how uncomfortable it is to be there. So they're going to go be stimulated and feel safer doing that. So you can also translate that to progress in your life. If it feels uncomfortable to put in an hour of kind of like non-distracted focused time and it keeps seeming easier and more fulfilling to do sort of the lazy thing, that's like the perfect sign to know that you need some sort of dopamine reset. Right. Another example that is a bit more subtle that maybe people, some people can't quite notice the same way, but if you look out your window or look at any sort of natural landscape and don't have a natural response that feels like beautiful or grateful or just that notion of like, wow, it's like, like the color of the sky, that blue that everybody sees, I think that's the most beautiful color. And you should be able to like enjoy that every time you see it. And if you can't, a lot of the time, it's simply because you've built up such a uh, abundance of these receptor sites that it doesn't give you the same hit as some crazy, funny reel on Instagram or these half naked people doing what they do on the internet. And it's like, all that stuff is so stimulating, right? Um, so that's another great example. Uh, but I think to really, if we had to boil it down, dopamine is ultimately the chemical of progress. So we get, when you find that berry bush as a caveman, that's progress. It means you have some more food, right? You're going to stay alive. So you have that built-in mechanism to remind you that this is life-affirming and this is supportive for me. Um, and now in this modern context, most of us, everyone watching this, you have internet, you have a phone, like you probably have at least some food in the fridge. Like most of your basic needs, if not all of them are met. So now progress comes from things like career and things like relationship and things like uh, kind of what we're building and creating for ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the, the issue really comes down to if you, you know there's certain progress that you want happening in life and you just kind of keep finding yourself not showing up to it and actually doing other things that are stimulating but not progressing you, that's the number one sign, right? The way that the, the nervous system or the brain kind of um, interprets this, it says, okay, so I could sit down and focus for an hour on this piece of content that's not going to necessarily um do anything for me it's not going to feel like progress until it's done right until it's out in the world and it's happening so the process of making it isn't very stimulating and that's where most people will be like you said 10 15 minutes into trying to get stuff done and your brain goes but wait a minute i could just jump on my phone and feel the feeling that i'm wanting to feel from getting this done and i don't even have to do the thing i just pick up the phone and do it and people kind of get caught in that loop Um, and another telltale sign or just something to look out for that if you're in the position where the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning is get on your phone, check your email, check social media to get that hit. Um, you're set one, you're just setting yourself up for a really unproductive day. Think about people are familiar with like a sugar crash or a caffeine crash, right? You get that spike and then you come back down. The same sort of thing happens, um, when, you get that big surge of dopamine in the morning from looking at social media. And then you go and try to like start your day on a dip, right? The last time you want to try to be productive is when the coffee's crashing, right? Or when the sugar's crashing, usually we drink the coffee to then go do the thing. 
-hmm. but we don't realize the same exact things happening with our phones. So you might just be hanging out, chilling for 20 minutes. Oh, what, what are my friends doing on Instagram? This is fun. This is cool. It's stimulating. Like, oh, wow, look at this beautiful photo. Wow, look at that scene in Bali. Look at all this cool stuff. And you're getting stimulated. And then you're like, okay, I guess I should go do something in my life now. You put your phone down and now you're on your way down. You're dipping down, expecting yourself to feel focused and motivated when it's the exact opposite of the place your body's actually in. So I think that's it's a pretty, it's a slippery slope, but people don't realize that that's what's happening. And then a lot, I'd say what makes the whole thing a lot more meaningful to me too, is in my own experience and with clients, when people are in that experience of like, why am I not doing the things I know I want to be doing? And I keep finding myself doing these kind of distracting, stimulating things that I know I don't want to be doing those things. The conclusion everyone lands on is there must be something wrong with me, right? Like I must be, is something broken? Like, do I have a brain disease? Like what's going on? And we, or, or is it some spiritual thing? Like did, do I have bad karma? Are my chakras out of alignment? Everyone has a bajillion different ways to try to justify it. And what I want to offer to people is like, it might be something as simple as just a chemical, like a chemistry loop your body's caught in. So the reason I, part of the reason I created that program is like, how do we give people like an experiential, tangible way to shift that chemical loop? Not just the idea of kind of like changing your mindset, which can be helpful in some situations, but just changing your, just, just like motivating yourself to not use your phone is like the same as trying to get a drug addict to just go cold turkey. It, sometimes it's very, very tricky. So yeah. we, we put a lot of effort in the program to have people kind of be as set up and prepared and feel as equipped as possible because you're going you're gonna to experience a sort of withdrawal symptom when you oh. don't just do the first yeah. thing, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I did, even though I was set up, I definitely felt like day one and day two, I took a fat nap on both days. Which is so perfect. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I, and I didn't feel like shameful or guilty about it. I was like, yeah. I'm not let myself feel guilty or shameful, but that was also a big wake up call for me of how much like stimulation I was constantly taking in from yeah. caffeine, from sugar, from Instagram. I literally felt like I was detoxing, but on day three was when I feel a lot better and things started. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I energy, like sustained mm -hmm. energy throughout. And, exactly. and it, then I was, oh, I remember after seven days on day seven, I was like, do I, do I really want to come back on Instagram? Like, I'm feeling so <laughs> yeah. Good. yeah. I haven't had, but now you get to make that, you get to like come back to Instagram consciously. Like you're here yeah. with an intention and purpose and not just because it's this habit, right. Which is what we, we should want. Right. Yeah. Someone asked a really good question that I just want to address. I saw here, they're saying is like the daily chatting with my boyfriend on WhatsApp. Is that also kind of toxic dopamine? I'd say ultimately, no, you know, uh, maintaining healthy relationships is one of the best things to do for, for your life. And if you find yourself not doing something that's important to you and then chatting with your boyfriend on WhatsApp to distract yourself from doing that, then that's worth looking at. Right. Um, but as a whole, yeah, using, there's nothing wrong with your phone. There's nothing wrong with social media. There's nothing wrong with technology or any of these things. But I think we're all adults here and we're all mature enough to realize like either I'm moving my life forward the way that I'm intending or I'm not, in which case let's, what can we do about it? Right. Let's try to do something about it. The self-awareness part, I think is huge. Yeah. Like yeah. And w uh, one more note, just before I forget, um, when you talk about the naps, taking a nap on your first and second day. That's the perfect response because there's a really good chance 
the the pattern you were in with your own form of distraction and simulation was making it so you couldn't actually realize you needed that nap in the first place, right? So many people, um, especially with caffeine, the way caffeine works, which is mind blowing. If you guys haven't heard this yet, caffeine does literally does not give you energy. It doesn't give you energy. It actually creates a chemical response in your body that blocks the receptor sites in your body for a different chemical called, oh gosh, I can't remember what it's called, adenosine maybe or something like that. But it's the chemical that tells your body to rest when you're tired. So caffeine doesn't give you energy. It actually makes it so you don't know how tired you are. So, so that's a really, it kind of changes the game and it gives you a fight or flight response. It produces more cortisol, adrenaline. So the energy you have is because you're actually stressed and mm -hmm. then not able to actually feel how tired you are. Wow. Um, so most people, when they give up caffeine, they are exhausted because they actually have been that exhausted. They've just been kind of putting a cap on it and kind of setting it to the side so they can't see it. Mm -hmm. um, so when people make these kind of shifts, I, I, I try to prepare you for that too. It's like, you want, this is the best time to take naps, take a bath every day, like get a massage, like let it be a way to really rejuvenate yourself. Um, because for most of us are kind of running around in this kind of fake stimulated place anyways, whether it's from the caffeine or the whatever habits. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm so happy that you listened to yourself and didn't like shame yourself for like, oh, I'm, I'm tired. It's like, great. What, like, it makes sense. Like, what would be the natural response to being tired? It would be to rest. <laughs> and most yeah. people, we live in this world now where like being tired means is a bad thing. Um, when yeah. you look at anybody who, you know, like even the, um, <clears throat> some of the hunter gatherer tribes that still exist, they nap all the time. You know, when you look at how a dog lives and we've, <laughs> dogs are the way they are because they've been, they're not wolves anymore, right? And they've been trained by humans but now humans have continued to kind of evolve while dogs have kind of stayed the same. And you think about a dog, they're essentially chilling all day with these bursts of like super high energy. They want to play or they want to hump things or they, they would do, they'd be creative artists if they had those capabilities. Right. But it's like, that makes more sense to me as an operating standard where like the default is feeling replenished, feeling relaxed, feeling available. And then when it's time to play, you play hard. And I know for someone like you, that's like literally what you do is, is like play and create hard. Yeah. So you want to like double down on the recovery and the replenishment, right. As the result of that. So one of the intentions behind ritual reboot as well is like kind of reintroducing people back to that idea of what's possible. Um, and I'm adding more and more content to the program as we move forward. And one of the trainings I just did is kind of like, how do we integrate this into our life moving forward so that we're not just falling back and needing to do a reboot over and over and over again because we can't kind of get a grip. Like what's the new um, kind of uh, strategy where we get to use our phone as much as we need to and enjoy it too. Like if you want to go on TikTok for 30 minutes and like have a little party in your brain, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. But that's so much better after the fact that you just crushed it and move things forward in your life, right? Absolutely. So there's, there's a healthy balance I want us to find. Love that. So if for the people that are on live, if there's a little question box um, that you guys can click on and ask questions. And while you're doing that, we can do a little Q&A session at the end. But Nick, can you explain the dopamine detox program, mm -hmm. how it's structured? I've been getting a lot of questions and people are like, what, it's a, what, what is it about? And yeah. you're the expert, you're the creator of it. That totally. You 
So the thing that I'll say first is that you can you can Google or go on YouTube and look up dopamine detoxes and there's more than enough stuff. So this isn't about just me trying to like sell a thing. I want people to get the results that the detox brings. The difference of like paying for an online course is that you have more of that kind of handheld experience. There's a, there's a lot more detail than just a quick YouTube video. Um, but just for anyone curious, like um, that, it's a great place to start. Go on YouTube, type in dopamine detox. There's a lot of different ways it's explained. Um, and a lot of the course is me studying those things and finding the best of the best, experimenting that on myself and with my clients and stuff too. So my program is kind of like a, I would say a more distilled version of all the stuff that's out there so that you're just doing like the most important work. So the way that the program's laid out, it's you can kind of think of it as, uh, in, as a whole, like a 30 day experience. And the first week of that is all the prep work. So I'm teaching you how the system works, like how dopamine works in the body, and we're doing this prep work to essentially prepare you for the next week, which is the seven day reboot experience. And like you said, that first week it's, it's detailed, it's in depth. And I made it that way because when you put in that work and put in that level of detail, you are going to get more out of the reboot. Right. And the last thing I want is people going into a reboot and experiencing withdrawal symptoms and kind of stressing out or freaking out, not knowing what to do. So, the whole first week is set up so that you are so clear about what's about to happen, that you're excited to do it. There's no like guess, you're not guessing what you're going to do. And um, in that reboot week, I guide you through the whole process, process of designing that for yourself. So everybody's different. Some people run their business on social media. So you, you need to kind of design how you're going to make sure that's still happening. In a perfect world, your seven day reboot is you literally do nothing, right? Like you, you give your phone to a friend for the week and you don't you're not allowed to get on there so for some people if you can do that i'd say that's that only works that much better and it's like a spiritual experience to actually like people don't realize how disconnected they are from something i don't yeah i don't know if it's a spiritual thing for everybody but for me it just feels like whoa like oh there i am i forgot this is what life is actually about you know it's like the things right in front of me right um and then so that's the first two weeks the preparation week and then the reboot itself and then there's two weeks of content after that, like this lifestyle integration stuff, where you get to kind of just stay in the game and, and, and kind of work your new plan of like, how do I kind of manage my time and my energy and my mindset, my relationships, my environment and all these things so that I'm building like the next level relationship with these things. So that's a lot healthier. So you don't kind of fall back in that same pattern. Um, and, then the pro and then we do a group um, call once a month. So everybody gets to hop on Zoom and you can ask me questions, you can share your experiences. That's really fun. So that way people, um, you know, sometimes there's some unique situation in your life that I don't maybe don't address in the course. So it's still a chance to kind of get um, the unique support that people might need. And then there's a Facebook mm -hmm. group and a bunch of other goodies in there. Awesome. I know that you were mentioning that you were creating some additional content, like mm -hmm. create a workbook and stuff like that in the making. So yeah for people if people were to get their hands on the program now would they still get access to yes exactly so so we're not doing our next big kind of public launch until april but what okay. we're doing for the rest of march is um letting everybody in you get the program as is and you're going to get the upgrades that are going to happen in april and the upgrades are awesome I, I literally as soon as we launched the program we had a bunch of people come in and then i reshot all the content and we like 10x the content I hired like a, you know, a, a, an actual professional video guy who 
lived with me for a whole week and we reshot all the videos, made new videos, kind of upgraded the content. And then we're also, uh, we're about a week out from completing a physical workbook that comes along with the course. So that'll get shipped out to you. Um, and what's so great about that, because it's like the whole point is we're trying to get you off of your phone all day. So to have a workbook um, to do the exercises in, um, to answer the questions. So when you're watching one of those training videos, that's like, hey, so what do you think about the time? You know, how much time are you losing to your phone? And what are you usually doing on there? You actually answer that question in the workbook and the questions in there. So you have this kind of feedback loop where you're making it real. But then as well, during the seven day reboot itself, there's specific pages for each day and things you want to fill out ways to kind of track yourself throughout the day check in with yourself and how you're feeling so it makes it very tangible and really experiential so anybody who gets in um, between now and that april launch you will get the workbook and you will get the um, upgraded videos we're at, and we're actually raising the price in april when that happens essentially mm -hmm. because with the workbook there's some extra expenses and things like that so everyone who's watching this now and for the rest of March, you get the original price. And we actually have a cool little coupon code for your people too. So it's even cheaper than that. And then they're getting access to all the new things as well. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. for all of you that are listening live, I'll link this, but if you use the code TORI, T-O-R-I, it'll save you 15% at checkout. You guys, it's 100% worth even the full value. Like this program, it, it, it is the program like I've invested in other programs and other courses, but this one has been the most impactful for me because it was the, it was definitely the most needed. Like if you've invested in other programs and you've never followed through with them, that means you need this program. Exactly. Yeah, it's true. I kind of carved myself out a cool niche where it's like everybody is the target market. You know, yeah. any if you have a phone or use social media whether you're an entrepreneur or not, whether you're trying to get stuff done or not, it's like that ability to just kind of give yourself a pattern interrupt and step away from that for a minute is so valuable. I, th I think we're so far in, it's like this, we're almost under this hypnosis where we forgot that life used to be a little bit different. And I think it's, I'm excited to see where technology goes in the future and how we integrate all this. But if we don't have that sort of healthy separation from it, I'm actually afraid that it's going to kind of go in the wrong direction. Right, where we're gonna like, like, kind of, um, like I think of the Wally -E movie, right, where everyone just sits in their little hover chairs with their screens and they don't even look at each other, and or like uh, Ready Player One, where it's like everyone just so would rather live in a virtual reality than an actual reality. I would, I'd rather not. I'd rather let those things be really awesome, fun things that they are that we can go, you know, enjoy in a certain container, but not let it kind of take us over. So, hopefully, everyone else on the same page. So you guys, I've linked the dopamine detox in my bio along with the code Tori, but let's open up some q and I saw that we had a couple questions come through. Cool. So awesome let's to have everyone see. here, by the way. Appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for hopping on live like, and staying on this entire time. But this is a very interesting, I think, necessary topic to talk about. So this question, how do you prevent yourself from getting bored if you're not on your phone? Mm -hmm. What do you recommend to do in that transition period? Yeah. So, so this is kind of a trick question because the reason you're bored when you're not on your phone is because of how much you're on your phone. That's the dopamine system, right? We're building up, uh, the best analogy is like a drug, right? It's like, if you do a bunch of this drug, then every time you're not on the drug, it like sucks more and more. 
and you're more bored and you're more depressed and you're more like, oh, I just got to go do the drug again to kind of get back to that normal place. So, um, and maybe that's not this person's particular setup. It might have to do with other things, but as far as the feeling of boredom comes from, it comes from a lack of feeling progress in your life, which is kind of the, the healthiest source of dopamine. So when you're not on your phone and something we teach in the program is to be prepared ahead of time to consider like, all right, I'm not going to, I'm going to try to not use my phone today, or maybe I'll just use it from like 10 to 11 to like check my communications. And then I'm not going to use it for the rest of the day. You want to be prepared ahead of time of what you plan on doing for the rest of the day. And you'd be surprised how much amazing stuff you can fill your day with like exercise and spending time with people you love, you know, doing creative stuff, you know, uh, tidying up your house, like get moving things forward. That's whatever's right in front of you. There's a lot to engage with. But again, the issue comes from when if we're so our brain is so built to be stimulated from our phone, something like tidying up that one drawer in your kitchen that's always just super messy, which you know you'll feel so happy about when you're done, you never find yourself going to do it because the process of doing it isn't as stimulating. Um, mm -hmm. in the program, we kind of set people up in this way where we're aware of the stuff we want to do instead of being on our phone. But then there's also some stuff I share as well, which might be a bit more of what this person is asking about of how do we just kind of naturally build up our dopamine, um, anyways, right? So things like breath work, things like dancing, like if you started a daily shuffle practice, like 10 minutes a day, even that gives you really good dopamine. Listening to good music gives you dopamine. If you feel like you know cleaning your house would be a really good move, but you just feel like it just feels like so not exciting to do, put on your favorite music and then do it, right? Like see if you can dance while you're cleaning your house. You know, it's like you want to get creative with those things. So it's kind of this catch-22 where it's boring off the phone because of the phone. So you want to take some time you want to maybe use your phone to do some research and consider what are all the fun things that I can do off my phone and then actually like set them in as like an appointment. A mm -hmm. lot of people set intentions to, oh, I want to go on a hike this week. That's not real until it's like Thursday from one to three and it's in your calendar yep. and it's appointment. Just like when you have a doctor's appointment, you're going to go do it because it's there and it's meaningful, right? So we have to start to take some of these new things we want to do in our life and make them meaningful and, and kind of give them that same allotment of time. And you do that in the prep work. You're exactly. People set, like, schedule out your day. Like, what are you going to be doing? What are the things that you want to get done or accomplish mm -hmm. during? And what I realized is how much time you actually have in your day when you eliminate the distractions and you eliminate your phone and social media. Wow. Yeah. So long. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is a great comment here to um, spend time in nature. Do something fun and creative, draw, write, read a book, clean your house, connect with people in person, volunteer at a homeless shelter, animal shelter. Perfect. Genius I love it. Response. Yeah. Amazing. An amazing response. Okay. We have another one. I think this is like a clarification. She's saying, so the aim is not to do just do a detox, for example, like a month, but have a life-changing experience. I, I would say so. You know, if you, so for most people, if you do the detox right, which is a seven-day experience, the whole program is about a month to, to, to go through, but the detox is a seven-day experience. If you do that right, and it seems like, excuse me, that's the experience Tori had where it's like, you know, the whole thing was like an aha moment that wasn't just mentally, but like physically you felt, you're like, oh, whoa, I just kind of upgraded my operating system in a sense. 
And now you know you're going to be more sensitive to when you might catch yourself falling back into certain patterns that aren't serving you. Or if you're like, let's say something you had kind of a stressful day and then your brain goes, let's, let's just eat ice cream for dinner. And that sugar need comes back in because it's trying to soothe the stress. You actually go, actually, I have other options. I don't have to do the thing that I know is ultimately damaging for me, even though it might soothe the stress, right? So getting involved in an experience like this, it's almost like in one part, it's like an invitation to what your life really could look like, but then it's giving you the experience to actually dive in and make those shifts and see what works for you. Um, I, so all of my work is around the concept of like self-mastery. And I define that as a devotional practice. So people need to realize like the idea of, you know, having an awesome lifestyle means you, you need to practice that. It's something you choose every day and it's okay to change it too. You could decide, oh my God, for this whole month, I want to do a cool morning routine that looks like this. Halfway through, you realize, you know, I don't know if that's actually exactly how I want it. You can change it. Mm -hmm. Right. So this program is kind of just a really, um, almost like a fill in the blank done for you example of a change you can make. That's going to kind of get your head out of the old game, get it into the new game. And then from there, it'll guide you to, you know, continuing to, to be excited about that practice and finding what really works for you. I love it. Thank you so much, Nathaniel. I'll yeah. post this like on IGTV as well and tag you so people can go check it out. You guys, if you want to get this program, it's, Honestly, I couldn't recommend any other program enough. I, I say mm -hmm. that, I've been saying that before. Nathaniel like gave me a code to share with you guys, which I thought was just like an amazing gift. If you use the name Tori at checkout, you get 15% off. And you guys, I, I say this program was life-changing. It really was. If you feel like you're not making progress, if you feel like you just open up your phone with absolutely no intention whatsoever and you're just grabbing your phone and you're addicted to your phone and you are living off of caffeine or sugar or other stimulants, like mm -hmm. check it out. Check out yep. this. Um, thank you so much, Nathaniel. Do you have any closing thoughts or words before we end this live? Um, one, just you're amazing. I love, so you had a life changing experience because you actually like really use the program. So just so people know, like, this is not a thing that you can just buy it and just kind of dilly dally and mess around with it. You have to like really use it. So don't do it if you're not ready to do that. Um, so just thank you for being such a great like example and a great leader of making a huge shift in your life and then wanting to share it with your audience as well and, and kind of have that ripple effect from that. I really appreciate that. And everyone who's listening and has been hanging out, clearly you're here and you're listening you follow Tori because you're hungry for goodness in your life and, uh, and you take, you're taking action on that. So hopefully now that I'm a part of your world too, we can just help you continue to take action and feel great about that and uh, just continue to live in deeper alignment. So thanks for having me on. It was really fun. So much, Nathaniel. Have a great day. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of the High Vibe community. If you loved this episode, I would be so grateful if you could leave a review or take a screenshot and share it with a friend so more women can find this podcast. For more on me, visit torinachino.com or find me on social media just by searching my name. Until next time, friends, live your high vibe life.